Do you like to dine out, but you're on a very tight budget? Then the Dining on a Dime podcast is what you want to listen to. Now, here are the guys who are going to show you how to do this. Kevin Wilson and John Cole. Welcome, everyone, to the greatest podcast in the history of our sports. My name's Kevin Wilson. I am with my co-host, John Cole, uh, who is on, uh, he's traveling, but we're going to be calling him at exactly 5.30. So it's just me, much like a uh, disc jockey from the 1970s. I'm alone today in the studio, but John Cole will be uh, talking to us on the phone at 5.30. Here's how the today's going to roll. I'm going to tell you from 5 to 5.30 p.m., I am going to talk about great diners that maybe you never heard of. Uh, I titled the show Diners because I'm not, I know people are going to say Melrose, Penrose, all that. I'm not giving you those. I'm giving you good diners that you may not have heard of. This is not a best diner show. This is good diners that maybe you never heard of. Maybe I'm in that area for work. Maybe I'm traveling to see my family. And I want to uh, check them out. So I don't want to, I don't, I, I, there's no need to write me emails saying, hey, wait, you, you missed the Penrose Melrose. I, I'm not naming those. I'm naming you diners in Philadelphia that maybe you work in the area or you got family to go visit or something else and you want to check them out. So that's, that's what today's uh, show is about. We are starting off today's show with a huge announcement right now, Monday through Friday. From 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., right before you go uh, to your lunch break, you can hear the Dining on a Dime podcast live. All you got to do is go on your internet, go to www.indiephilly.com. Every morning, uh, Monday through Friday, from 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., you can listen to our podcast. Uh, they're going to do a mix of old shows from Monday to Thursday. And then today's podcast will be played on this Friday. So Friday will be the Sunday previous, and then Monday through Thursday will be a mix of our archives. Uh, I just want to let everyone know that I have a strict rule for this podcast. There is no cursing, and there is no inappropriate comments allowed on my po- uh, this po- our podcast. So if you're at work... Feel free to listen to our show. It's G, rated G, much like Aladdin, I guess. And uh, you will be able to uh, hear our show with no concern of any appropriate comments or inappropriate uh, language. Uh, so if you're at work and you want to listen to it, just uh, IndiePhilly.com, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., Monday through Friday. And you can listen to it uh, without concern of inappropriate comments or content. Okay, I'm excited about today because I named some spots that I really believe you guys uh, have never heard of, but maybe you work in the area, maybe you have a girlfriend in the area, maybe, you know, or whatever, you're in the area. Uh, These are spots that have good food, diner spots with good food uh, that you guys should check out. Uh, Christmas, I also have a Christmas section that I wrote out with a couple great restaurants that are doing the Feast of the Seven Fishes. Today is December 23rd of 2018. Uh, We are recording this broadcast. I don't expect many people at all to be listening live. 
Uh, so I encourage you guys, if you were listening to us on IndiePhilly.com uh, from 11 to 12, uh, 11 a.m. to 12 p.m., I would encourage you to go to WildflyerRadio.com. Uh, look up Dining on a Dime, and I want you to look through our archives. Uh, we've done some great shows. Episode 7 and 8 is our complete cheesesteak guide. But you guys are going to learn that we like to give you spots that people aren't talking about. They're they're not the popular spots. Like, we didn't name Tony Luke's. We didn't name Pat's or Gino's on our cheesesteak show. We gave you cheesesteaks that many people don't usually talk about that have delicious cheesesteaks. Uh, if you're just uh, if you're just listening to the show for the first time, please note our show tells you where to get the best bang for your buck. So I know it's dining on a dime. Not really. We're not married to the ten dollar idea. Uh, this show is for the purposes of place giving you places that give you the best bang for your buck. That's why it's so great that we're on from eleven to uh, a.m. to twelve p.m. Uh, you know, on the Indie Philly radio station. Uh, want everyone to go to wildfireradio.com, uh, look up Dining on the Dime, look in our archives, and our cheesesteak show is episode seven and eight. We also had a uh, the great Craig LeBan. Uh, he was on episode 12 talking about the ultimate dining guide. Uh, this show is not sponsored in any way, shape, or form. We have no affiliation to any restaurant, so we give you good and we give you bad. Uh, that's what makes our show different. Uh, someone called us a, a audio Yelp. We're not as uh, jerky as Yelp, but we are a, uh, a podcast that gives you our honest opinions. Uh, I feel that if I give you the negative about a restaurant, I think that saves you money. My whole goal with this show is to worry about your wallet. So I know you guys work in Center City, you work in the neighborhoods, uh, you want to go out to eat every day. We've given you some great spots for under 10 that you can have lunch at. Uh, so this is what our show is about. Um, so wildfireradio.com, uh, look up Dining on a Dime, and uh, uh, we have a lunch special mania in our archives. And uh, in my opinion, the lunch special mania... And then last week's dinner deal show are the most informative, in my opinion. So if you guys want to start off, if you're traveling for the holiday, you uh, might want to download those because we taught you a lot of great stuff. All right, let's get started. I only have 23 minutes to give you this great information. Oh, and by the way, dining uh, facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash if you want to see photos from the places that we talk about on this uh, on the podcast, we're going to get it going. All right. Here we go. I, I, it feels so awkward that I'm by myself. It's kind of funny, actually. My first restaurant tip, it's a diner. Uh, great Scrapple, yeah, especially Scrapple. It's called Pete's Clown House. It's at 3878 Frankfurt Avenue. Uh, I was brought here by someone I knew, and I was like, oh, I'm not going in there. You know what I mean? Uh, turns out it's been in business. Like, who am I to judge? These guys started off in business in 1966, and then they were taken over by the owner who currently owns it in 1989. Fantastic breakfast spot. Uh, once again, it's Pete's, Pete's Clown House, 3878 Frankfurt Ave. 
Uh, great spot for breakfast. Uh, I particularly love the Scrapple. Uh, and I, I just think Pete's Clown House is a great spot, uh, 3878 Frankfurt Ave. You live over there or you work over there or you're visiting relatives for the holiday over in that direction, that's a great spot. My second diner, and I know, I'm, once again, this is a diner show, and I'm trying to give you diners that you may never have heard of. Uh, no need to email diningonthedime at yahoo.com and tell me, well, you didn't name this and you didn't name that. It's not the best diners. It's spots that have fantastic food uh, that you can go to at a great price. There's not one uh, place on my list that doesn't give you really good pricing. Uh, you know, and the, the, these are just great diners that you can uh, check out. My next diner is the Four Seasons Diner. It's at 2811 Cotman Avenue. Uh, I know that a lot of you guys listening to today's episodes are going to tell me there's a, a lot of good diners up in the Northeast. I particularly, I've been there a few times. I really like the Four Seasons. It's at 2811 Cotman Avenue. Uh, they have good stuff. I like their breakfast, but they also do lunch and dinner very well. A lot of diners these days do not... Uh, you know they'll give you a great. They'll either give you a great breakfast and a lousy lunch and dinner uh, menu, or they'll give you, you know, one or the other. This is one of the few diners that does all three meals of the day pretty well. Uh, okay, so so far it's been Peach Clown House, thirty-eight seventy-eight Frankfurt Ave, and the Four Seasons Diner, twenty-eight eleven Coppin Ave. My next pick. <laughs> it's just so awkward being alone here. Is it? Is it really weird? My next pick is the Clubhouse Diner. This is an old one. I, in the 90s, I used to go here a lot. It's called the Clubhouse Diner, 2495 Street Road. And what sticks out about this diner uh, for me is the last few times I've been to Parks Casino, I've overspent. I spent way too much money. And I went to this place called the Earl of Sandwich. And much, once again, if you're just listening to us for the first time, uh, we are a shoot show. We uh, tell you the good and the bad. I've been to the Earl of Sandwich a few times now because every time I go up there, I always get stuck eating there. And I think it's absolutely lousy. And I'm just talking about the sandwiches. Uh, I'm not talking about the whole restaurant. So when we give you negatives on this show, uh, we're talking about the meal we particularly had. We're not bad-mouthing the whole uh, establishment. Another rule we have on this show is if that we say something negative about a restaurant, we more than welcome any of the owners that are listening. If you're listening to our podcast and you happen to own a restaurant that we said we weren't too thrilled with, if you guys go to the Old City Smackdown episode, uh, Mr. John Cole actually said that Spazzo in Old City was the Italian word for our chef cooks from the microwave. <laughs> so we offered them a chance to come on the show and give a rebuttal. But that's the kind of show we have. Another thing, if you're just listening to us from IndiePhilly.com for the first time, another thing is when you go to WildfireRadio.com, look up Dining on a Dime, and you go to our archives, uh, we have episodes that are called Smackdown. And what I do is I break down Center City into six blocks. And if you see the word SmackDown in the title to our episode, that means that we 
overly analyzed those six blocks of Center City, and we gave you the best deals and the best restaurants and the worst restaurants in those cities. So if you guys are listening to us for the first time, I want you to uh, go to wildfireradio.com, Dining on the Dime, look up the archives, and if you see the word SmackDown in the title, that means that we have analyzed a six-block radius of Center City. It helps the workers. It helps the visitors. It helps people that are in that area, even if you're only there. I had a guy in, uh, I believe he's in Oregon, I can't remember, but said that he comes to Philly once a month, and he always looks in the archives for our SmackDown episodes. My next pick is the Clubhouse Diner. Oh, I did the Clubhouse. John's not here to correct me. I did the clubhouse. Okay, here we go. Now we're going to get into some hidden gems. My next pick (laughs) is Sherry's Restaurant, 3376 Kensington Ave. Yes, I said 3376 Kensington Ave, the, quote, badlands in Philadelphia. Uh, it gets a bad rap. There's a lot of business people uh, that are there. Uh, a lot of business people do business in Kensington. If you listen to the news, you would think that you're going to get shot every time you go to Kensington. That's not the case. There's a lot of great people there. Sherry's Restaurant is fantastic. Uh, I picked it more so for the service. If you go there, they have their group of little group of regulars, uh, very nice people. They always uh, are very good with customer service. Um, and I wanted to name them because for my old, I used to own phillyrestaurantreviews.com. I did a tour of Kensington because I wanted to show people that Kensington is a, a neighborhood just like everybody else. Now, if you hear them on the news for negativity more so than the other neighborhoods, uh, that's the news trying to hype it up. Uh, so they have some strive, uh, thriving businesses down there. Sherry's Restaurant, 3376 Kensington Avenue. Uh, when I did my tour of Kensington for my old uh, website, I got a lot of positive uh, positive emails when I put Sherry's on there. And what I did was I went through Kensington on Kensington Avenue, and I ate at the restaurants, and I blogged about it. And I got so many uh, positive emails about that uh, that's that section of my blog because if you listen to the news, you think you're going to get shot if you go uh, anywhere near Kensington Avenue. So anyway, Sherry's nice customer service. They have the they have their own people that go there every day. Everybody's nice. Got some good food. The breakfast I would recommend. Um, I believe. That they have a Latino section of the menu now. I'm not positive about that, but uh, really nice spot. You want a good breakfast. Uh, there's a lot of great business people that still do major business in Kensington. Uh, so if you're one of those people listening, hop on down. Sherry's, 3376 Kensington Ave. Okay, this is our pick of the week. You hear that, Taylor? Pick of the week right here. If you listen to nothing else I say. This is what you need to listen to. My pick of the week is Mary's Lunch. I believe it's Mary's Lunch in that, but Mary's Lunch, 3600 Richmond Street. Uh, Great food. I really love the breakfast. Prices are great. There's not one place on my list that you can't find something really good at a good price, but this is the spot. 
Uh, it's one of them places where the mother works the grill, the daughter works the counter. It's a real family-run place. Been open since the 1970s, so they're doing something right. It's got an old-school vibe. Uh, I was told they open, because I live in that area, I was told they open at like 4 a.m. So if you're on the highway, uh, you're, you're a construction worker or you're a hospital worker that has to be in early, just hop off the highway at the Aramingo exit, and you can get there in no time. And they open at 4 a.m., I had the breakfast sandwich. I love the breakfast sandwiches. I really do. Uh, it boggles my mind why people have long lines outside Honey's. Uh, they have long lines outside Green Eggs. Uh, there's lines. You got a place like Mary's at 3600 Richmond Street. Just hop over there. You'll get better food. I mean, some of those places that you see people lining up down the street really aren't that great. And I've learned that. Trust me, I've been there. Uh, you can go to a place like this, home-cooked breakfast. This breakfast sandwich is fantastic. Uh, one more thing I wrote on my social media. I got a lot of buzz from it, uh, a lot of negative buzz, actually. Um, this show, we don't know any of the owners. If we know an owner, we're going to tell you that we know them. Uh, we, we do my book sponsors the show. Okay. So this show is being paid for by my book. Not one restaurant is in cahoots with this show at all. Uh, we have a rule on the show. If we know the owner of the restaurant, we will tell you up front. We did a cheesesteak show. John and Tony Luke have a show on wildfire radio called food and around. He told you right up front within the first five minutes of that show. He said, Hey, look, uh, you know, me and Tony, Tony's my mentor and my friend, I'm going to tell you up front, you know, because we don't, our picks are genuine. Uh, I don't know any of the owners. If I know an owner and I name their restaurant, I tell you right away. Um, you know, so this is a show that we're giving you uh, le our legitimate picks. And guess what? We're getting such a buzz from the show that I'm not going to come on here and tell you about any restaurant. I'm not going to praise any restaurant that I haven't, uh, you know that, that because I know I'm going to get uh, the backlash for it. So I, the, all these restaurant picks, they're legitimate, they're uh, genuine. I know that I uh, tell you guys a lot on this show that I'm from Port Richmond. I do not know these people, uh, so I want to make that clear. Uh, and that's because I want everyone to understand that this show is very genuine. My book pays for this show. Nobody else pays for this show. None of the no restaurant has any affiliation whatsoever with our show. And I've gotten a lot of people that are uh, praising me for that because a lot of these shows, you know, he's got the best bread. He's got the best cookies I've ever had, which is total BS. Okay, a lot of these guys are sponsoring those shows. That's not how our show works. Uh, we're not we're not affiliated with any restaurant uh, whatsoever. Okay, Paradise Diner is my next pick. This is at Front and Girard. It's exactly at 104 West Girard Avenue. Uh, here's what happened: uh, Paradise Restaurant, uh, Paradise Diner, actually. They had uh, new ownership take over for about five months, and I'll tell you why I'm saying this. If you guys go back to our uh, one of our older episodes, go to wildfireradio.com, go into the archives, uh, you'll see that I actually named Paradise as one of my duds. And I found out that it was because they had a new owner and cook for a little bit, like four or five months. 
and uh, I was just so happened to be there during that four a month, five month uh, span. I'm happy to announce that the new or the older owner is back with the old cook. Uh, the place is back. It's delicious again. If I was to give you a recommendation, uh, my dining on a dime tip from there is the scrapple egg and cheese, which I believe is only six bucks, but it's a huge scrapple egg and cheese. Uh, that's my dining on a dime pick there. But my pick there, I had fantastic eggplant parm. Uh, it was really good, and it was like seven bucks with us uh, with fries. Uh, so uh, they went into a down spell for a little while, but now they're back. I was just there last week. I thought it was great. All right, let me reiterate my picks because I got a few minutes. Uh, this is a diner episode. I'm trying to give you diners that you guys might not know about, and that give you the best bang for your buck. My first pick was Pete's Clown House, 3878 Frankfurt Avenue. My second pick is the Four Seasons Diner, 2811 Cotman Avenue. My third pick is the Clubhouse Diner, 2495 Street Road. My pick after that was Sherry's Restaurant, 3376 Kensington Avenue. Yes, I said Kensington Avenue. And I dare you to email us at diningonadime at yahoo.com. And tell me why I, I shouldn't be sending people to Kensington Avenue. Don't believe the hype on the news, please. My next pick was Mary's Lunch, which is my pick of the week. And we're going to get a sound effect over the next couple of weeks when we do our picks of the week. We'll get a sound effect somehow. Mary's Lunch, 3600 Richmond Street. Uh, that is my pick of the week. That opens, uh, I was told, it opens at 4 a.m., my next pick was the Paradise Diner, 104 West Gerard Avenue. Okay, I got eight minutes, so let me move on. Uh, one more diner pick, and then I'll go through the Christmas spots until I get cut off by the buzzer. <laughs> My next pick is a place called Manella's Diner. It's at 320 West Lancaster Avenue in Wayne, Pennsylvania. Uh, this diner has been voted uh, best diner on the main line many times. I was brought there a couple years ago, and I love pork chops. That's my favorite meal. And uh, I rarely, rarely get pork chops that are cooked correctly. Most of the pork chops are chewy. Uh, most of the diner pork chops are absolutely lousy. Uh, but this place, I had a very good pork chop meal and an incredible crock of French onion soup. So that's my pick, Manila's Diner. Uh, once again, this is a diner show. It's not. I'm not. I didn't name Penrose, Melrose, and all those places uh, because I'm trying to give you places that you might not have heard of. Okay, boom, boom, boom. All right, it's five twenty-three. I got seven minutes till the buzzer sounds. So now uh, we're recording this on December twenty-third. Uh, I'm hoping a lot of people download. I know you're busy with the holiday today, so I don't expect many people to listen live. But if you download this uh, tonight or tomorrow, uh, I want to give you some picks that you can go to on Christmas Day. And John mentioned a good point last week. He's like, well, some of these places you need reservations. So he named his picks last week. So most of my places that I'm giving you, uh, you really don't need reservations for. So my spot to go to, this is a place you can go to, uh, is Mama Maria Ristorante Italiano. It's that iconic iconic spot on East Passchunk Avenue. 
Uh, Mama Maria is doing a Feast of the Seven Fishes on Christmas Eve with complimentary wine and after-dinner cordials for just 65 bucks. Uh, I don't think there's anything better than the Feast of the Seven Fishes on uh, Christmas Eve. Don't know if Mama Maria, because that's an iconic spot, I don't know if she has any uh, openings, but this would be a place that you would need to call right away. But she's doing a Feast of the Seven Fishes. She is uh, legendary in that area. Uh, I think $65 for a Feast of the Seven Fishes with complimentary. I mean, how? I think that's a heck of a deal. And uh, the Feast of the Seven Fishes is an amazing thing. Uh, but call them. Mama Maria, uh, Ristorante Italiano on East Pashunk Avenue. I would call them immediately if you're hearing this uh, today or tomorrow morning. Another pick for me is sliced pizza, which I thought this was pretty cool. Now, I'm not saying I've been to these. Uh, obviously, I've been to Mama Maria's, but I'm, I'm not going to tell you I've been to all these places. I'm just giving you great places to go uh, for Christmassy stuff. Uh, sliced pizza is actually doing a pizza of the seven fishes, which I thought was pretty cool. Uh, so on your pizza, you're going to get clams, mussels, shrimp, tuna, crab, anchovies, and sardines. Uh, it's called, uh, it's called the seven fishes pizza, which I think is awesome. And, uh, you can get that now through December 31st. So if you're near a sliced pizza, uh, they have a seven fishes pizza. And like I said, it has, uh, clams, mussels, shrimp, tuna, crab, anchovies, and sardines on a pizza. Uh, so uh, you can get that now through December 31st. So if you love this Feast of Seven Fishes, I've I've done the Feast of Seven Fishes, I believe, two times, and it was the best experience. I loved it. Uh, so anyway, Sliced Pizza is going to give you that Pizza of the Seven Fishes through December 31st. Now, I've told you guys a lot, uh, if it's a holiday, the hotel is the place to go for the hotel restaurants. Uh, the Red Owl Tavern at 433 Chestnut Street is doing a an inspired menu based on uh, the movie A Christmas Story. I've never seen the movie. I'm not even going to lie to you. <laughs> but uh, Ralphie was forced to eat dinner at a Chinese restaurant on Christmas Day, evidently, in that movie. So their menu is inspired by that movie. So they're going to have steam buns, whole Peking duck, General Cho's chicken, and it's going to be served a la carte. But on Christmas Day, you can go there and get the um, the menu inspired by a Christmas story. I know, I know. I'm going to hear the emails. No, I've never seen the movie. Okay, my next pick is my one of my favorite spots on my old uh, restaurant blog. Uh Han Dynasty, or Han Dynasty, I don't care how you say it, uh, but Han Dynasty, I know there's one in Old City, and I know there's one in University City. Um, they're open, and I can tell you for a fact, because I blogged about them on my old blog, they have the best Dandan noodles. I mean, if you guys are fans of Dandan noodles, you would never think that a, a restaurant that has multiple locations would be able to do Dan Dan noodles as good as these guys. And in my opinion, I went there, I blogged about them, so I ordered a few items. And I was like, wow. You know, uh, I wasn't expecting much because I am a family 
business uh my my love goes towards the uh small business family owned and all that uh but i was shocked han dynasty had great dan dan noodles uh so that's another spot for you on christmas day obviously chinatown is uh, the go-to spot on christmas day so my picks in chinatown uh we've talked about it often on the show i think the sang key in chinatown I go there over the one at the Reading Terminal. I just there's something about the Sand Key in Chinatown that I like. I just prefer to go there. I'm not. I've never had a bad experience at the Reading Terminal. I just prefer to go in Chinatown to the Sand Key. My next uh, favorite Chinatown pick, Christmas Day, uh, would be Dim Sum. I enjoy Dim Sum. I've been there a few times, and I just thought. Uh, I just think dim sum is a great spot. Uh, Imperial Garden is another spot that I like down there. Uh, Jade Harbor was my old go-to. I haven't been there. Okay. I was told that that's my buzzer. That's my buzzer. Okay. The buzzer has sounded. Uh, right now on the line. We have a buzzer now? Yeah. I, get, I told him to give me a buzzer because I did from 5 to 5.30 and you're going to take over. So I said, let's do a buzzer. So he gave me a buzzer. Uh, but right now on the line, the co-host of my favorite podcast, uh, Fooding Around with Tony Luke, wildfireradio.com. Uh, I really encourage you to download that show. I really enjoy it. Uh, also, well, thank uh, you, sir. Yeah, no, I'm not kidding. I mean, I, uh, people are telling me, well, you're just saying that because Jonathan. No, I love the show. Uh, and then uh, this is our food truck expert. And food expert, really. I've been getting, I, we get nothing but positive emails about John Cole. His picks in South Jersey on last week's episode, <laughs> spot on according to our emails. Uh, John Cole is going to take it over. John Cole, diner episode. How are you, pal? How you doing, boys? How many middle fingers were in those emails? Oh, uh, well, I, I made sure the listeners know that uh, today's show is about diners. <laughs> we're just giving you great diners, and uh, I wanted to make because I didn't name them. I didn't name the Melrose. I didn't name Penrose or none of them. I named you diners that you may not have heard of. You know what I mean? Uh, so well, that you know that's exactly what we try to do on this show. We, you know, the average place has a ton of promotion, exactly. So they know where to find that. We're hoping to help our listeners find those you know uh i know that uh john howard fusco hates the term hidden gem yeah. but that really is what they are and they are you know, these are places where you can get amazing food <clears throat> right down the road from our studio exactly um on crown point road is yep. the piston diner and I that's love it. where i'll start um the owner there is a huge huge supporter of uh, locals, uh, charities, veterans, law enforcement, emergency responders. He probably does an event a month where he closes for a couple hours, brings these people in, brings folks in from the senior homes, feeds them for free, really good meals, too. Wow. And, you know, he, he does it to do it. He's not doing it for attention. You know, he's not doing it. Like, you won't find it on his Facebook page or anything. But, uh, you know, I want people to know. If you're in that, you know, if you're in that kind of Deptford-y area, go to the Piston Diner. The food is really good. There's scratch cooking in there. Um, and the prices are very reasonable. We're yes. all about value. Here. That's right. 
Um, you get a Reuben panini and fries for like eight bucks. Wow. Absolutely delicious. I mean, South Jersey has diners that obviously not as many as North Jersey because we don't have the population that they have. However, the diners we do have, I'll probably talk about five or so today. Um, these are just really kind of top shelf diners that are giving you a massive value for what you're getting in return. I mean, I was sitting at the Piston Diner. Literally, I thought it was like a throwback menu to the 80s. I couldn't believe some of their prices. Cheeseburger, fries, and a Coke, $6. Uh, you know, and, and this is a burger made to order. This isn't, you know, some horrible microwave bubba burger. They form the burger patties there themselves. You could do a lot, lot, lot worse then hit up the Piston Diner for lunch or dinner. Absolutely. <clears throat> Absolutely. Go I ahead, mean, John. Right. Yeah, John, this is your half hour, brother. Just go. No, 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 I know. I just, you know, I want to... Do we have anybody in the studio? Just me. I was like Dr. Johnny Fever here. I was just me alone with Taylor. No. No, just me. Yeah, I, I, should, tell our, I should tell our listeners that... Uh, I thought I would be in the airport. My flight was delayed, so now I'm at a friend's house. Oh, wow. Sort of waiting for the text that will tell me my flight's back on, and then we'll shoot back over to the airport. Um, Thankfully, we're also sort of dodging some of that traffic coming out of the out of the stadium. Um, As of, you know, if you're listening to this live, you know what I mean. If not, the Eagles played a game today. It's two days before Christmas. Uh, (laughs) It's fairly crowded. In that song on slide 295. <laughs> right. So yeah. I'm, I'm glad to sort of be not in that mix right now. Yeah, absolutely. But, uh, but people, people, tell, talk about people tell me I keep, say, agreeing and they don't like it. So I'm going to let you have the dance floor. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, we want Jersey is, here's the deal. Normally, we, we kind of break up our, our respective areas. Kevin lives in Philadelphia walks the streets every day. He knows every neighborhood in the city. Um, I live on the, uh, as some would say, the wrong side of the river, the Jersey side of the river. Um, One thing New Jersey has that they're really kind of like the undisputed king of, and that's the diner. Um, Pete Genovese literally wrote the book on Jersey diners about 20 years ago. Uh, He lists, to this day, he does best Jersey diners. the current reigning best Jersey diner, I believe, is the Broad Street Diner in Keyport, New Jersey. Uh, he'll probably be doing another one in 2019. Um, I would I would say what you're looking for in a diner um, fits our motto. Diners fit the dining on the dr- the dining on a dime model really well, really well, um, because dining on a dime is all about quality food, access to that food. And the value for what you pay. Uh, as Kevin has said many times, we're not married to the $10. Uh, that's like a guideline more than anything else. What, what I'm going to do is I'm going to give you the name of five diners. Some you may have heard of. Some you may not have heard of. But those will sort of kind of give you a place to start. And I guess we'll, we'll start at the start with the Piston Diner. 
Um, I've spent quite a few days down there writing different shows before jumping into the Wildfire Studio. I've gone through a decent amount of their menu. And I will tell you right now, if you're one of those people that like a grilled ham and cheese sandwich, if you're one of those people that likes a toaster sandwich or a press sandwich, the Piston Diner is your spot. Um, I, I think that they kind of get the idea. A sandwich on flat top fried in butter, it's really hard to beat that, especially on a day. You know, fries on the plate, soda, can't really beat that too much. Um, I cannot recommend the, the Piston Diner highly enough, uh, especially if you're in that part of Jersey. There's not too much else there. Uh, Kevin and I have talked about this a bunch of times. We're sort of like on a lonely stretch of road. And that Piston Diner, you can see why the neighborhoods turn out and eat in that place. Um, Kevin, let me ask you, what diners did you go over in Philly real quick? You're going to love it, Judd. I gave uh, the listeners a pick in Kensington. Uh, I gave them, yeah, in Kensington, I gave them a great pick in Port Richmond called Mary's Lunch. Uh, I believe it's Mary's Luncheonette. It's on Richmond Street in Port Richmond. She opens at 4 a.m. I gave them a place at Front. Wow. Yeah, she opens at 4 a.m. And I gave them a place at Front and Gerard. And then I don't know, John, you're an expert everywhere, but I don't know if you've ever heard of Pete's Clown House. Uh, it's on Frankfurt Ave. Uh, it's a very popular place. Open since 1966. And then I gave them the Four Seasons up in the Northeast. Clubhouse Diner, which is right next to Parks Casino. And then Manella's. Is oh, a- wow. You- yeah, I went all over the place. You really t- yeah, I was going to say, you really took care of them. I'll tell you a place that it's not technically a diner, but they do diner-type service, and I really like it. And that's Mrs. K's Coffee Shop. Uh, there's a little bit of a misconception sometimes about the difference between diners and coffee shops. Uh, in a nutshell, coffee shop is generally a breakfast and lunch place. They generally don't have composed meals. They have sandwiches, they have toast, they have breakfast. They probably won't have dinner and entrees. Um, Mrs. K's is on Chestnut and, oh, God, I don't know the street in front. I'm going to say maybe Ninth and Chestnut. Uh, hey, John. John, um, I'm so sorry to yep. interrupt, but uh, I believe they closed. I believe so. They what? I believe they closed. Oh, they closed? Yeah. Oh, that's too bad. I hadn't been there for a little while. Yeah. But that was a place that that sort of typified the, the, I thought sort of where they were trying to branch off into a diner. And I guess maybe that sort of explains why they're closed a little bit. <laughs> right. Not everybody can pull. Well, I hate to say it, but not everybody can pull that off. Yeah. Um, there's a joke about diner menus being 20 pages long. Uh, a lot of these sort of white jacket, highly credentialed chefs could learn a lot from short order diner cooks. Yes. Um, the speed with which the guys work, the versatility with which these people work, um, you know, you get anything, you get breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Diners are, most diners are open 24 hours. So it's always breakfast for somebody. It's always lunch for somebody. It's always dinner for somebody somewhere, some shift worker. Um, you know, so the difference between steak, Diane, steak and eggs, they have it on the same menu. And these guys bust this stuff out with equal, uh, quality, equal level of service. So I'm, I'm, I am a big diner guy. I'm a big diner cheerleader. Um, let's see, probably the second place I'll mention is a place that's associated with me quite a bit. 
And that's the Vincent Town Diner in Vincent Town, New Jersey. I got some pop from uh, emails on that. I'm sorry, Joe, but you got some positivity from no, the no, emails. No, no, the listeners loved uh, it when you mentioned it last week. The Vincent Town Diner, I have been going to, full disclosure, I've been eating at the Vincent Town Diner for probably about 40 years. My father and the current owner's father were friends. Uh, Vincent Town Diner is best known in South Jersey as sort of being the way station between the Philly area and the shore. You know, back before the Atlantic City Expressway was built, people would kind of find ways to go from west to east. And there, were, there was a reason why Olga's Diner, which is now closed, the Vincent Town Diner, were sort of at these circles where you were heading west and then you could head north-south to whichever short town you were going to. Vincent Town Diner, about five, six years ago, made the commitment to go green. As far as I know, they're still New Jersey's only 100% off-the-grid diner. Uh, Solar-powered, recycling everything they can do. Um, all their product comes from within a 40-mile radius. That was a decision of the original owner's son, who has since taken over, and they've had a massive amount of, of success. Uh, Jersey Magazine named their burger best burger in 20, 2009, I believe, the Jersey Dipper Burger, which is still uh, super popular over there. They have uh, It's a mashup between a French dip and a burger, and it's absolutely delicious. Um, prices to me, I am willing to pay a little more to get a little more. The quality that the Vincent Town Diner uses is not your typical coming off the Cisco truck. Um, so you're going to pay a little bit more. I kind of warn people ahead of time. Yeah. You're, you know, your chicken salad sandwich will probably be about 1195 considering is how they're baking the bread, roasting the chicken. Um, you know, everything is scratch cooking. I'd rather pay 12 bucks for a really, really good chicken salad club than seven bucks for something that's come out of a can. Um, I, I, to me, that's just a personal choice. Um, they're supporting a lot of the local growers, local farmers. Um, so that's why I, I really like to see my money go there. I, uh, <clears throat> I have to tell everyone, if you listen to this, my voice, you can probably tell a little bit hoarse. I'm slightly under the weather. Um, so I'll try to hang in there as best as I can for another 20 minutes. My voice is cracked a little bit. Okay. Let me know. But, um, <clears throat> no, 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 it's okay. I just, like I said, this started about a day or so ago. My voice just got a little scratchy. And, um, next diner I want to talk about is, and I, I, if it seems like I'm shorting the Vincent Town Diner, I'm not. It's just that if you follow me on social media, if you listen to me on a podcast or web radio, you've heard me talk about the Vincent Town Diner. 20, 25 times. Um, I, I feel they're the best diner I've ever eaten at. They're the best diner in South Jersey for sure. Um, absolutely, it's a place that you should check out. Um, right now, they're renovating again, expanding the kitchen so they can do more baking. Um, you know, they have local roasted coffee. There's no part of sitting at the counter of the Vincent Town Diner, which isn't almost legendary. I mean, you know, you, this, this thing has been there forever. Uh, it sort of has, the best thing I heard about this was it has a North Jersey feel to it. North Jersey diners are older. They just are um, because that's where the population started. Um, Vincent Town Diner has that feel, even though they're not quite as old. 
You know what I mean? You've got staff, you've got management that's been there for decades. They know what people are looking for. Um, on the flip side, I'm going to talk about a place which is not always considered a diner, but they are. They can call themselves whatever they want to. And that's Amy's Omelet House. There are several locations. Uh, they all started as diners. Um, now they're trying to branch off a little bit. But um, you go to Amy's Omelet House, you can check them out on Facebook or social media. Uh, they have multiple locations, so I'm not going to give you all the addresses to all the locations. But this is what I call it. They're a local microchain. They have a few locations, and they probably have anywhere from 20 to 30 omelets on their menu, depending on the time of the year. And I think that is absolutely uh, this day and age to do that at that, their price point. I don't think they have an omelet that's more than like 11 bucks on that menu. And I think Kevin and I have talked a lot about what you get versus what you pay for. And I really have to say, I think Amy's Omelet House, maybe even more than anyone else I'm going to talk to today, they really deliver. Uh, they do an omelet, which is, you know, you could call it coronary on a plate. It has scrap lettuce, pork roll, it has bacon and cheese. Uh, it's delicious, but don't limit yourself to just that. You know, they do some specialty omelets. They have a cheesesteak omelet. They have a roast pork omelet. Uh, check that stuff out. I mean, I would definitely, uh, parking is real easy. Um, one of the things I love about Jersey diners, there is a parking. Very few Jersey diners. There's a few in North Jersey because of location. Most Jersey diners have parking. Um, anyone listening to this from the Philly area knows parking decides a lot of what you do, what bars or clubs you go to, what shows you see. Um, you know, I, I love when somebody has a nice big parking lot. And that's sort of what, you know, that's sort of what a Jersey diner allows you to have. Um, Amy's Omelet has at their multiple locations have ample parking and you're going to need it. And I'll tell you why you're going to need it. Cause you're going to have a bunch of people that are going to want to come with you. So you're going to need to bring a big boy vehicle and you're going to leave their stuff. So you're going to kind of need that five minutes and everybody that's overweight is going to know exactly what I'm talking about. You're going to need that five minutes to sit there and kind of <laughs> go, Oof, um, <laughs> after you're done. Um, you know, they, they, they do these three and four egg omelets, a big fistful of cheese, a cup of filling, um, just absolutely delicious. There's usually, you know, uh, you know, home fries and toast on the side. Uh, again, serving great coffee. I believe they're serving Rockus coffee. Uh, I did an unofficial poll, and roughly half the diners in the state, especially those in North Jersey, serving Rockus coffee. Uh, Rockus is over, I believe, in Pensacola, and they are—they're the coffee you want to have in the morning. So that you know, if you know, 50, 60, 70 diners are carrying their coffee. Eh, there's probably a reason why. Um, and you know what I would like to is, if you guys have a diner favorite, get at me. Get at us on social media. Dining on a Dime, one on Instagram, I believe. Twitter. Or uh, Facebook. It's on Twitter, at Dining um, on a Dime, one. You can get us, um, or get Kevin and I on board. And... Uh, you know, tell us what you like, because we'll probably revisit diners maybe in the springtime, you know, when when, when we start doing menu changes. Yep. Um, let me see. The third diner I want to talk about 
again, not necessarily, they're not identifying themselves as a diner, but they are absolutely everything that is right about Jersey diners. And that's the pop shop. They would probably consider themselves an ice cream store. Um, And they have excellent ice cream. They have excellent milkshakes. I believe they've been on Beat Bobby Flay. They've gotten a lot of exposure on Food Network. But at the essence of their DNA and their spirit, they are a diner. They are serving diner food about 12 hours a day. And they are doing it better than most of the people I know. There's one in Collingswood, the original location. There's one in Medford, which I frequent quite a bit. And they have a food truck called pop shop to go and um they've decided to elevate certain diner foods uh to the next level and the biggest one is grilled cheese when i walk into a place and they have 15 16 different kinds of grilled cheese sandwiches uh that's like the homeland for me um i would you know they're using higher end cheeses they're using artisan baked bread uh cooking everything on flat tops and clarified butter really, really not, you know, obviously people are going to be listening to this and some of these people are getting ready to do their new year's resolutions. It's going to be a new me. I'm going to be super thin. Well, try to get into the pop shop before you start January 1st. Cause I'll tell you right now, while this place is not good for you, this place is really good. Um, milkshakes, they have pancake fries. Uh, Kev, I don't know if you've come across pancake fries everywhere else. I have not. Wow, no. And they do, instead of fries, basically, instead of using potatoes as French fries, they use pancakes. And these things come to the table with uh, cinnamon butter, powdered sugar. Um, I'll tell you right now, go to the pop shop hungry because the appetizer will fill you up and then you'll still have to get through your meal. Omelets are really good. Uh, some of the fluffiest pancakes I've ever seen. I've asked their cook a few times. She has yet to share to me how she gets them this fluffy. Just absolutely delicious. Uh, they love going off menu. I've asked them before to do things for me, you know, do a kind of breakfast sandwich for me using the pancakes as the bread. And they're like, oh, yeah, they're all about that. Um, so I think the pop shop is another, we'll call them diners in disguise. Um, they, for whatever reason, feel being a shop, an ice cream shop, maybe that was their original. If I remember correctly, their original imagining was we were going to do hamburgers and milkshakes. And I will tell you right now, the pop shop has excellent hamburgers and milkshakes, but that is not the best thing on their menu. The best thing on their menu is their grilled cheese sandwiches and their breakfast food, pancakes, the pancake fries in particular. I guess what they do is, is they sliver their pancakes, Kev. And then they drop them in the fryer. Oh, my goodness. To get that crisp on them. Wow. They pull them out. And you know how we normally hit fries with salt? They hit it with powdered sugar. Uh And they serve it with a side of cinnamon butter for tipping. And I got to tell you, it's just, it's it's, it's crazy. It's crazy, crazy, crazy. That sounds awesome. Um, So we've got three so far. We've talked about the Vista Diner. We've talked about the Vincent Town Diner. We've talked about... um, the pop shop. Probably the next one I'm going to throw at you is one that sort of gets lost in the shuffle, and I'll tell you why. I live on a strip 
of Route 38 in Burlington County, where we have quite a few really good diners. The Silver Diner, which is a micro chain, is in the parking lot across the street from the Cherry Hill Mall on Route 38. At the far end of Route 38, where the road ends, is the Vincent Town Diner. There's a ton of places to eat along that roadway, but a place that sort of gets lost in the shuffle. And Kevin and I, I guess, you know, people, some people have a soft spot for rescue kittens. Some people have a soft spot for rescue puppies. Kevin and I have a soft spot for places, eateries, restaurants that get forgotten. Yep. Uh, the Cherry Hill Diner is one of those places. Uh, the Cherry Hill Diner is still open 24 hours a day. More and more Jersey diners are moving away from that model. They're open 16 or 18 hours a day. Um, Cherry Hill Diner is still open 24 hours a day. Um, there are many nights where I, you know, people who follow me on social media know uh, my sleep patterns aren't always the best. They're not always the most normal. There are times where half past three in the morning, some of those tweets that you're getting are coming from the Cherry Hill Diner in front of a steaming cup of their coffee. Very tasty, locally roasted coffee they use. Um, Cherry Hill Diner's menu is smaller. The building is smaller. Um, the parking lot is a little tricky to get into. And I'll tell you right now, that's, that curtails a little bit of their success. But once you get in there, let me tell you, they have two sides of the diner. One is very 1950s. The other is very retro 1970s. Um, there's plenty of seating. And that's one of the – it's odd. Like, I've had people bash diners for not having enough seating. And I'm thinking, are you kidding me? I've been to diners like Mastori's where they have five different dining rooms. How big do you need a place to be? I get it. Everybody wants to have brunch on Sunday morning. Well, you know, I hate to say it, but unless you get up early, you're going to have to wait a little bit, my friends. That's just <laughs> how it goes. Um, but the Cherry Hill Diner, really, really, really good with the breakfast basics. Um, full disclosure, I've had some things there that I haven't liked in the past. I'm not the biggest fan of some of their lunch items. I go to a diner primarily for breakfast, regardless of what kind of day it is. And I really have enjoyed um, their pancakes. I've really enjoyed um, their uh, their omelets and that sort of stuff. And they, again, they kind of, when I, when I, for me, a big South Jersey diner thing is you have to know how to cook scrapple. Yes. And when I see people bringing out these thin little slices of scrapple, like I dropped in the deep fryer, <laughs> that tells me you don't really know how to. Scrapple should not be put in the deep fryer. Scrapple should be cooked on a flat top. And scrapple should be no less than an inch thick. It should probably be about an inch and a half. When you give me a half inch slice of scrapple, uh, you know, that's, you're sending up the red flag that <laughs> we're not serious about this. And, well, then it's hard for me to be serious about them. Um, it's just like if you went to a burger place, you got a terrible burger, or if you went to a pizza joint and they were using jarred sauce, you'd be like, what? Get out of here. Um, it's the same with the diner and the breakfast place. If you don't have decent sausage, it, it, the diner is very basic. I always say that diner menus are on the front line, they're on the firing line, because they don't have fancy plating. They don't have the tremendous dining reputation. There's no top chefs working in the kitchen. Uh, there's no Gordon Ramsay diners. This is food at its basic entry level. Um, so you've really got to nail it. You've really got to nail the ingredients. If you get steak and eggs, there's generally three things on that plate. Usually a six ounce piece of steak, a couple eggs, 
and, you know, half a cup of, you know, home fries. And if those three things aren't cooked right, well, you know, what are you doing there? The Cherry Hill Diner understands this. And my go-to at the Cherry Hill Diner is steak and egg. And they really kind of understand that, you know, if I come in at 2 in the afternoon or 2 in the morning, I'm happy to pay them, but I want a really good cup of coffee and I want a nice plate of steak and eggs. And if that runs me 13 or 14 bucks, I'm super happy. I think their steak and egg price is like 11.95, which I think is very good considering the size of the portion you get. Nice. Um, I'm, I'm very, very, very happy with that. Beautiful. Uh, Kev, if you don't mind, sir, I'm really kind of having trouble with my voice here. Yeah, listen, so I, I, I have to say, our producer, I'm really sorry, Kev, I appreciate our, that. our producers tell me to wrap it up so I can end the show, <laughs> but John, okay, good. we're good then. We're good yeah, then. we're actually good. Uh, John, I can't thank you enough. Merry Christmas, my friend. No. And Merry Christmas. It's been, you know what? One of the things I'm real thankful for this year is you and I connected. We got to do the show. Absolutely. We're able to share our passion for food with our listeners. We plan on doing it through 2019. Uh, we'll be d- uh, doing it the full tuned, year. Everybody. We'll be doing the full year. John, you, th- thank you again. God bless, Kevin. Merry Christmas. Hope Merry Christmas. Soon, sir. Thanks, John. Stay hungry, everybody. Okay, that was our very own John Cole. And I want to explain to everybody this is why John Cole is an expert. Uh, He gave you uh, many picks, but he gave you three picks that I think are phenomenal because he made me want to go there. I want to try out the Pop Shop uh, in Collingswood, I believe he said, Uh, Amy's Omelet, uh, which is another spot I'd never heard of, and the Cherry Hill Diner. Uh, John uh, is also a food expert, Uh, so when he's talking about uh, his picks, he'll also give you the technicalities of the food aspect because he knows how to cook and he knows what he's doing. Okay, everyone, uh, this was our diner episode. If you're just listening to us for the first time and you're asking, why in the world is this guy in there two days before Christmas? It's because we're trying to build an audience. The best way you can help us is not to send money. I know you want to. Uh, it is to, as you're at your holiday party, say, hey, look, I just found this new podcast that actually focuses on our wallet and teaches me how to save money and where to go. Today was a diner episode. John and I both gave you spots that, I, I got to be honest with you, I never heard of a lot of spots. Uh, the spots John talked about. That's what you get here. You get the best bang for your buck at places nobody, you probably never heard of. Uh, dining on a dime at yahoo.com so you can email us uh, your opinions on the show good or bad we'll read them on the air iTunes tomorrow uh, go to iTunes this episode will be there uh, when you download us on iTunes I just ask you that you uh, you leave us a review we already have one review on there it's outstanding uh, facebook.com forward slash dining on a dime one forward slash. I have a restaurant collection of over 500 restaurant photos. I post the photos from the places that we talk about on the show. Uh, so another thing, uh, John was telling you at dining on a dime one on Twitter. Uh, if you want to read my Restaurant reviews, I have a very huge following on Instagram Go or TripAdvisor. Go to TripAdvisor.com forward slash profile forward slash Dining on a Dime 1, and you can read 
and see photos from a lot of the places that uh, we talk about on the show. Uh, okay, everyone, I want you to have a very Merry Christmas. We'll talk to you next Sunday. You can find Table for One, written by Dining on a Dime's own Kevin Wilson at Barnes and & Noble and Amazon.com. Be sure to download John Cole's other two podcasts, The Food Truck Authority and Foodin' Around with Tony Luke at wildfireradio.com.